to Where I Long to Be, a Magical Trip Report podcast. I'm your host, Virginia. If you've been listening to any of the first 10 episodes of the podcast, you'll notice that this one is a little different since it's only a pre-trip interview. I've been thinking about breaking up the pre- and post-trip reports into their own episodes and seeing how I like that format. And now that we're 10 episodes in, this feels like a good point to give that new format a try. The good news for those of you who want the immediate gratification of hearing the post-trip interview is that I plan on releasing the pre- and post-trip reports on the same day. So as soon as this episode is over, you can move into the post-trip episode right away. I'll probably give this a try for the next 10 trip reports or so to see how I like it. And if I love it, I'll keep it. And if I don't, I can always go back to putting them together. Before we get into the interview, please do take a moment to rate and review the podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. It will really help the show be noticed when someone's doing a search for Trip Report Podcasts, Disney Podcasts, things of that nature. Now, let's get to this very special episode. Today, you'll hear the pre-Trip Report interview I did with Jennifer Cusato. Jennifer is a travel planner who specializes in Disney, and on this trip, she and her family are cruising on the Disney magic for five nights with a double dip to Castaway Key. I have never been on a Disney cruise, so I was excited to learn more about it from a DCL veteran like Jennifer. This was her ninth cruise. And now, here's Jennifer. Hello, Jennifer. Thank you so much for being here with me today on the podcast. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. So uh, for any listeners out there, Jennifer and I apparently go way back, but neither of us remember each other. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) But about 25 years ago or so, we were in a wedding together. And so our, our friend that we have in common, when they learned that I was doing this podcast, they connected us because Jennifer, you have now become a, a, just a Disney travel planner, or are you a travel planner of all kinds of trips? What is it you do? I'm a travel planner of all kinds of trips. Um, I do specialize in Disney, however. They're very, very careful about how you say that. Disney is very particular about certain things. So I'm a travel planner that specializes in Disney, but I I do do all sorts of trips. And just real quick, funny thing, Mm -hmm. that wedding, I was actually returning from Disney World with my family when I went to that wedding. I actually left them in Florida to fly up or to drive up for that wedding, just a little side. So Disney goes way back. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. And we were both bridesmaids, correct? Yes, we were. We were in very pink dresses. <laughs> yes. Very pink dresses, very pink, fluffy, like ball gown type dresses. Yes. Um, this was what, 1997, I'm guessing? Yeah, it's, that sounds about right, right around there somewhere. It was summer yeah. hot, yes. It was, yes, it was very hot, um, and it was in North Carolina, so we were we were dealing with the humidity as well. Um, and that was before I knew my hair was curly, so I'm sure I was sitting there going, like, why am I so frizzy? <laughs> now, remind me, well, I say remind me, neither of us remember each other. Tell me from, from fresh, are you originally from North Carolina? And where are you now located in the world? I um, am from New Hampshire. And I have lived pretty much my entire life in New Hampshire, except for one year where I lived in New York City. And that is where I met our mutual friend. Um, Got it. Okay. So, okay. I'm in New York City now. And I've been here since about 2000. So 23 years. Here I am. Um, So tell me, with your, your background in Disney... You said your family was at Disney way back then. Did you go frequently 
growing up. How did your family do Disney? So I, again, I live in New Hampshire and it's kind of like an unwritten rule that if you live in New Hampshire and the New England area, every vacation in February, we have a February vacation, which is off from a lot of the country. We have February and April and not like a March. Mm -hmm. Um, You go to Disney World. It's kind of like the unwritten rule. It's what you do. So I grew up every February going to Disney World. So I'd go down with my family. My grandparents were snowbirds. So they were down there in the winter. We'd go visit them for a few days and then hit the park. So I... It's been my way of life for a very long time. Yeah, we have the same thing in New York City. So my son is doing the thing where every February we go because I work in a job where April is out of control, busy. So I can't use that break to do my Disney trips. But today we are actually going to be talking about something a little bit different. You're the first person I'm talking to about a Disney cruise. So... Tell me a little bit about Disney cruising, because you were talking to somebody who really knows nothing about Disney cruising. I've only ever been on one cruise in my entire life, and it was in my early 20s, and it was a carnival cruise. So, meh. (laughs) Uh, Have you, how many Disney cruises have you done, and have you done other uh, cruise lines as well? Uh, Sure. So I am about to go on my ninth Disney cruise. So we definitely enjoy it. Um, I will say that going on a carnival cruise in your 20s is a very much a rite of passage. That's where most people start. (laughs) Um, Nothing against carnival, but it's often a very young ship um, and a little bit less expensive than others. Um, I have cruised carnival. I have cruised celebrity. I have cruised Disney. um, And we love Disney. So we started going when my daughter was probably three or four, we started our, we did our first Disney cruise on the Disney fantasy. Um, and we had heard from other people over and over again, you know, it's like doing the parks, but it's so much more relaxing. Mm-hmm. You see all these characters you wouldn't see in the parks, but you don't have to stand in the, the crazy lines. Um, they have a private island. It's gorgeous. So we'd heard and the service, the service is just top notch. It's Disney. So the service is really, really good. Mm-hmm. So we had heard these things and we we're like, all right, you know, we've done the other things. We'll try it. And yeah, we got hooked pretty quick because, I mean, you're going, it's amazing. The ship is obviously gorgeous to begin with. Even without the Disney elements, the ships are gorgeous. Then you add in, you know, you have their Broadway shows. We've seen, you know, Aladdin. Um, We've seen Frozen. We've seen Tangled. um, And they're like real shortened, but like Broadway shows. So it's really Mm -hmm. cool. The food is unbelievable. And then again, you have just all these characters that you won't see anywhere else, you know, Captain Hook and Smee, um, and you have all the princesses, but they're all like there together and you dance parties with them. And it's just, it's just so much fun. And it's like going to the parks, but a more relaxed way to do the parks. So like the boats you ride, and then you go and see all the characters and the shows and everything. So we just love it. So would you recommend a Disney cruise for people who are going without kids as well? Uh, I would, because if they like Disney, I think that's really the key is if you don't like Disney, then it's it's not your thing, obviously. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of adults. I think a lot of people would be surprised. We were the first few times that we went. There are a lot of adults, especially older adults without kids or their kids are grown on there by themselves. They go to the adults only pool, which they have on all of the ships. They hang out there during the day. They go to all the shows at night. They dress up. Those are the ones dressed to the nines on pirate night. They have pirate night where everyone dresses up and then they do fireworks. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And like, I, again, totally unexpected that adults would be cruising Disney by themselves, but the level of service is just so high. The ships are in such good condition. And if you like Disney, there's really no better way to do it. 
Have you ever done one of the Disney cruises that leaves out of New York City that goes up to Canada? Uh, I have not done out of New York to go to Canada, but we did last fall do New York to Bermuda. Oh, okay. How was that? It was great. It is a little bit rougher going out of New York in the fall. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the Caribbean. So yeah, a little right. bit cooler, but the weather was still nice. We were still outside. The pools are heated. So the kids were still in the pool. Um, and then when you get to Bermuda, it's actually really nice because you're just in Bermuda and you can stay out as late as you want. And you can, Bermuda's beautiful and you can walk around and go to the beach. Um, I will say there was a rainstorm coming back. So there wasn't a lot of time spent outdoor on the crossing back, but other than that, I mean, it was really nice, but it is, it can be a little bit rough, I will say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've thought about doing something like that just because the thought of going into Manhattan, because we live in one of the outer boroughs, Queens, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the thought of going into Manhattan and just being able to go over to the ship, hop on and pull right out from there without ever taking a flight or anything. Sounds pretty amazing to me. It is. And being in New Hampshire, it's, it's only like a four and a half hour drive for us. So we just drive right down and it's really nice not to have to fly to Florida for everything. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, definitely something I'm going to, to keep uh, in the back of my mind. I would say the other thing that I've, I guess, been concerned about is being somebody who's never been on one of these Disney cruises, much less any other cruise besides the one carnival cruise is I feel like I wouldn't even know where to start as far as like, where's the best place to have a room. And I think it's so much different than a Disney trip. Like I'm wondering how much planning is involved before, before your trip. So it's easier than Disney world for sure. I mean, you don't have to do all the crazy meal planning. I mean, it's all done for you. Mm -hmm. So as far as rooms go, I always recommend people try for midship in the middle of the ship because that's where you feel like the less motion. So if you're a little bit nervous about that, mm-hmm. um, it's a good place to be. You also, I think it's good on any cruise, regardless of what you're on, to make sure you have cabins above you and below you. Otherwise, you might get noise from if there's clubs below you, you might hear them. Um, and if you're underneath, say, the pool deck, you might hear some of that at night. Now, on the last one ship I was on, um, we were right below um the cabanas where, uh, which is the buffet area on the Disney cruise. And we didn't hear anything. So it's, it's, it really depends on where you are, but I always say midship in the middle of the ship is the best place to start. And then from there, you can kind of figure out where you want to go. Um, you don't have to plan your, your meals. They have what's called rotational dining on Disney. So they'll have three different restaurants with different themes and then you'll assign to a different restaurant each night. Mm-hmm. It's all laid out for you in your app and everything. And your serving team, goes with you. So you have the same servers every single night. So they know who you are. They know what you want. They know what you don't want. I have a daughter who's very, very allergic to nuts. So I don't have to worry about it. They take care of it. They make sure everything's good for her. Um, and then there's always the buffet if you don't want to have a sit down meal. Um, and different, the different boats have different kinds of other, what you'd call maybe quick service meals that you can get, you know, besides they'll always have pizza and chicken fingers and French fries, which can never go wrong with that if you have kids. Um, but they usually have salad stations and sandwich stations. Um, we're going to be on the Disney Magic um, this week, next week, I guess, technically. Um, and they have a um, like a ramen bowl station, too, and a shawarma station. So, oh. yeah, so it's, it's really cool. 
My son is obsessed with ramen. Oh, my husband is obsessed. So he's really excited. This is uh, the Disney magic is just, it's a smaller boat, but it has some cool food choices. So he's pretty excited about that. And then everything's laid out in the app. So you can just go through the app every day and see what you want to do or not do. Can do mm-hmm. I always say you can do everything or nothing and you can yeah. be happy either way. Have you ever stayed in one of the rooms that it does not have a balcony or a window to the outside that has one of the, um, I want to call it a magic window because I don't know what they call Magic porthole. Okay. There you go. How is that? I have not stayed in one of those. I know people who have, and they thought it was fun. Um, they do turn them off at night because it's really bright otherwise, <laughs> you know, have fish swimming across your screen while you're trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing about cruising, though, is I always say if you we started with indoor rooms very early on when we started cruising and then we got a balcony one time and I'm never, never going back. I love my balcony. I love having that extra space and a place just to sit, have my glass of wine, stare at the water. Oh, it's so nice. How many people fit into a standard room and is it comfortable? Most of the rooms will fit four people. Um, Disney rooms are bigger than State rooms you're going to find in other rooms, on other ships, excuse me. They're very much for families. Um, there are also some that fit five. They'll have a Murphy bed that come out of the wall. The couch will convert into a bed. And then they have a bunk bed that comes out of the ceiling. So your stateroom attendant will set that up every night. And actually, it's, it's during the day when every all the beds are put away, you get tons of room. Like, you'll be surprised at how much room. Um, and certain of the deluxe rooms on the Disney ships have what they call the split bath. So... Your, your sink and their showers in one and your toilets in the other, which also makes it much more convenient for families to have kind of the, the separated area there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, last question before we get into your plans. I've heard about this thing called the fish extender groups that are all over Facebook. Can you just describe what that is for somebody who doesn't know and have you participated before? Uh, the fish extender groups are are very interesting because people get very, very into it. So what the, you can do outside of your stateroom is basically hang up a, oh, it's like a, it's like a banner almost. It has little pockets in it and you can put little gifts in it, little trinkets and things. Um, and in the fish extender groups, you share what room you're in and people can go around and leave little gifts in your pockets. Or you can also, a lot of times people will leave things like lollipops with little like pixie dust notes on them and stuff in them. And you can grab one as you walk by, but it's a big thing. People get very, very into it and they'll give out everything from like little keys to like the lollipops and candies, like I was saying, to little ducks to, I mean, it's, we've gotten, um, one cruise we got, um, some people gave us uh, ornaments, like someone made like a hundred little glass ornaments and brought them on the board. Like that's how obsessed people get. And it's beautiful. I still have it on my tree. So yeah, it's a lot of fun, but it can be a lot of work depending on what you're going to do. So, you know, take that into consideration. It's kind of one more thing to carry in, one more thing you have to do, but they're, they can be a lot of fun. How many people are in a group exchanging something? Yeah, it could be 10. It could be 50. It really... Wow. Yeah, it really depends. And it's not like you have to have something for everyone. That's really not the point. The point is just that, you know, it's kind of like a little extra pixie dust that you're providing for people and things like Mm -hmm. that. So, but yeah, people, people get into it. So that's, that's totally up to you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, let's get into your plans. What are the dates that you're traveling? And you said you're on the magic. Where are you traveling to? So we are very excited about this cruise. We are leaving on 
the cruise leaves uh, August 19th. It's a five-night cruise, so we return, and it's out of Miami, and return on the 24th. And we are so excited about this cruise because this is a Castaway Key double dip cruise. So we go to Disney's private island twice. And that is probably one of my absolute favorite places on earth. Um, so we'll spend a day at sea and then we'll do Castaway. And then we get back on board and like do circles. <laughs> and I think we have fireworks <laughs> that night, actually, because it's a 25th anniversary cruise too. So there's fireworks that night. Then we'll go back to the island the next day. Then we'll get back on the boat. Um, and I think that's pirate night, some more fireworks, and then we're going to go to Nassau for the last day. So it's going to be so fun. And Castaway is just, it's in the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. It's just beautiful. Just tons of beach, tons of loungers, um, plenty of bars and bartenders if you want some nice, you know, fruity drink or whatever. Um, there's a kids club on the island for the kids if they want some time away from you or you want some time away from them. There's water slides into the lagoon area. Um, there's all kinds of activities you can do from kayaking to jet skis and parasailing, um, stingray, boats, all kinds of stuff. Or you can do what my favorite thing to do is just sit there and enjoy the day. Um, and it's just so lovely and such a beautiful place. And we really enjoy it. So that's why we're super excited about this one. Okay. So August 19th, and I'm sorry, I missed how many days it is. It's a five night cruise. Okay. So we'll be back the following Thursday. Okay. And, um, can you tell me a little bit about your travel party? What ages and how many of the folks in your group have been on a Disney cruise versus not been on a Disney cruise? So this one is just going to be myself and my husband and my 11-year-old. So we pretty much do all of our vacations together. So this will be our this will be our ninth cruise with Disney as a, a family. Wow. So what status would that make you? Because I know that you get different levels of status the more times you cruise. So you get to have priority with booking and things like that. What does that make you? We're gold right now. So we are, my, <laughs> my husband makes fun of me. You just want to keep going so you can be platinum, which is after 10 cruises. And he is absolutely correct. I would like to be <laughs> platinum. <laughs> you get to book the cruises earlier uh, and you get to book your excursions earlier. So I am on my way. <laughs> Okay. All right. And you said traveling out of Miami. Is that, did I catch that yep, right? The cruise is out of Miami. I have in my notes that you're leaving on the, the 17th to head down there. Are you just doing one night in Miami? How, how, what are you doing before it's time for the cruise to leave? We are flying to Fort Lauderdale because it's a heck of a lot cheaper from our area to fly to Fort Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to spend one night on the beach in Fort Lauderdale and just kind of hang out. Well, two nights, mm -hmm. technically we're going to spend the night we get there. And then the second, we get there on Thursday night and we'll spend Friday at the beach and then we'll take uh, transportation down to the Miami port on that Saturday morning. How did you arrange for your transportation? Is it a car service? Uh, we have done car services in the past. We will probably use Lyft this time around. Mm -hmm. um, there's just, there's so many of them going down there and there's not, I don't think there's any other boats in port that day. So we shouldn't have a problem getting one. I always look to see how many boats are going to be in port. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Can you tell me a little bit about what it's like to to get there on the ship? Is there anything you have to do before you board in terms of paperwork? I know like getting back from COVID and everything, there were testing requirements. Is there anything like that going on now? There are no more testing requirements, which is nice because we did 
we did go through the testing and we were people sitting in the garage after being tested, waiting to see if we were going to get on board, which is a whole, whole nother experience. So we're, we're grateful that we don't have to do that. We know we're getting on. The only thing you really have to do is they have a, a check-in process online. And I believe most of the cruise lines do that now. So you just have to upload your documents mm-hmm. prior and get approved, um, passport, birth certificate, whatever you're going to use. It all has to be done ahead of time. Um, you can also pick your excursions ahead of time. Um, but other than that, once you get there, um, they have you have a, a port arrival time. So you arrive at a certain time. You go through. They usually double check your documents super fast. It's very easy. Um, and then you just wait for them to call you. When you get on board, they announce your family and everyone claps for you. So it's really fun. Um, usually Mickey or Minnie or someone is standing right there waving at you. Um, and then we usually head straight up to the pool deck because we usually arrive around lunch, try to get a little something to eat while we wait for the room to be ready. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe my daughter might go in the pool right away. That's kind of her thing. She loves going in the pool and the water slides. So that might be what we do first thing. Um, usually my husband and I get a drink, a celebratory drink for getting on board. So <laughs> that's our that's our big plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds fantastic. Does she take advantage of the whatever the kids club is there that they have? She does. Um, Kids Club is amazing. They have uh, a variety of different rooms, if you will, in the Kids Club. So um, usually there's like a either a Star Wars area where you can fly the Millennium Falcon. Um, on some of them, there's an Avengers area. Um, and, and characters, by the way, go to the Kids Club all day, too. So they do games with like Doctor Strange or, you know, make space goo with Stitch. Like it's crazy all the stuff they do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Pixie Hollow room. They have a nursery on board. Um the Disney cruise ships for anyone traveling with infants. And then of course there's the older kids stuff that we will unfortunately have to get into soon. The teen clubs and all of that, putting off that as long as they can, even though technically she can start stepping up to the newer club now, but, mm-hmm. but they have video games for the older kids, um, all kinds of activities, sports, if they want that movies and they all just all these different comfy rooms for the older kids. So they don't have to, you know, they can feel like they're very cool and hip away from their parents, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're not cool and hip anymore. No. Yes. <laughs> I'm not cool and hip now. So <laughs> they say. Um, okay. Um, do you have any special reservations for any of the restaurants that are not included? I've heard that there are some, or at least one per ship that's not included. Right. So on the smaller ships, which is um, the one we're going on, the Magic and the Wonder, those are the smaller ships. They have um, Palo. Uh, which is Italian food, and their brunch is to die for. So anyone who goes should definitely go to brunch. You eat as much as you want. Um, and it's it's funny because they will they have different breakfast items on the menu. And last time we went, our server was like, don't, don't, don't get those. You know, go get the chicken parmesan and the pasta. No, don't fill up on that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could sit there and eat for hours and hours. It's unlimited. So, And the food is so good. On the bigger ships, they have um, Remy also, which is a French restaurant. Um, we haven't tried that one yet. I'm not really, I'm not very ad- adventurous when it comes to food. So we always have to, <laughs> to weigh that against trying something new. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds fantastic. And are there any um, add-on experiences that you're doing? I've, I've heard about the spa. I've heard about bibbidi-bobbidi-boutique type activities or excursions. Anything like that lined up? Uh, my daughter will be getting a pirate makeover on this cruise. Nice. Yeah, we've done the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique many times um, at Disney World and on the ship. 
Um, and she's getting a little older, unfortunately. It's not as exciting for her to be a princess anymore as it was, mm-hmm. but to become a pirate is super cool. So on Pirate Night, Bibbidi Bobby Boutique actually transforms into the, like this pirate's lair. And both boys and girls, you'll see equal amounts of both and adults sometimes are able to go in and they get all pirated up. They get like a vest and then they get their faces all done into different ways. They can pick how they want it done and they get a bird that sits on their shoulder. It's it's so <laughs> it's just, everything is like just so beyond what you would expect. Like everything mm-hmm. is just like one step extra. So it's really cute. So she's going to be all dolled up. Are you and your husband planning costumes for pirate night? Uh, we have done pirate costumes in the past. We've also, um, we've done the Star Wars cruise and done our Star Wars costumes. Um, so it's, we're, we've done the Halloween cruise and we've done, when we, we, we dress. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going more low key though. So he's just going to wear his pirate t-shirt this time. I still plan to wear my pirate dress, but. To each his own. He's being boring now. <laughs> he's over it apparently. <laughs> Sometimes you just don't feel like it. Um. Is the heat going to be a factor in any of these costume plans for you or your daughter? I would say that that's why my husband is, is pretty much over it because it's too much to pack and then he's just too hot anyways because, you know, mm-hmm. it can be it can be a lot. But I have found a very nice, uh, basically it's a dress that you would run in. So mm-hmm. like if you were doing like a run Disney, it's like a pirate run Disney dress. Um, okay. So it's very lightweight and everything. Okay. Um And my daughter's is, yeah, she's got this like short sleeve twirly dress. So, I mean, you can find lightweight stuff. We, but we have erred on the side of really doing it to the nines and just sweating to death afterwards. (laughs) Especially if you go to the pirate party and everyone's dancing around and Uh yeah, it gets to be a lot. I understand that. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else that you want to share with us before you go on your trip? Um, the only other thing is that uh, we have been on the magic before, but it's been refurbed just recently came out of dry dock. And I'm really excited to see what they've done with it. They created like a new like jazz bar on it that I'm excited to, oh. to go see based on the movie Soul. Um, oh, nice. Which if you haven't seen that movie, you have to see that movie. It's so I good. I <laughs> really liked that movie. And I mean, of course I cried, but I just thought it was so good. And as a former um, band nerd, <laughs> I I just thought it was so good. And I loved I loved that he was a music teacher. And so definitely it recommend is, it. It was such a good story. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I, I really felt it, I guess. But yeah. um, so we're really excited to go see like the updates they've ma- made. We're excited to go see the bar and see like what they got going on there. Um We'll let you know how it is compared to the last time that we went on it before the dry dock and afterwards. Okay. Are you the first, uh, what do you call it? Em- em- embarkation cruise. I don't even know what to say since the dry dock or. Nope. It came out. I think it came back out to service in June. I want to say. So there's been a few, which is probably good. You know, let them get any kinks right. out and everything first. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, okay. figure out what's going on. Let the staff figure it out <laughs> before we're just there. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I cannot wait to hear all about this. I am so curious about cruising with Disney. I will definitely have one in my future, I'm sure. But first, I got to convince my husband. He's not into the idea of cruising at all, Disney or not Disney. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would love to convince him. But I also have said, if I cannot convince you, there will come a point in time where I will go regardless of whether you're coming or not. <laughs> I have it. to. I have it's to. Really as a Disney it. fan. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, have a wonderful, magical, safe journey. And we will talk to you when you get back. Thank you so much. I can't wait to tell you all about it. Thank you all for listening to this first standalone pre-trip report. To hear how it all went, click over to the next episode, which is ready and waiting for you now. You don't want to miss all the details of Jennifer's expedition on the Disney magic. Before you go, don't forget to check out the show notes for show-related links, including Jennifer's contact information, in case you are looking for someone to help you plan your next Disney trip. Whether it's to Disney World, Disneyland, or Disney Cruise, Jennifer would love to help you plan the vacation that will best fit your family's needs. For now, I'll remind you to keep daydreaming about where you long to be.